Hello, I'm Julie Swenson, Managing Director of Forward Theatre Company in Madison, Wisconsin. And I'm Mike Fisher, Milwaukee-based theatre writer and dramaturg. I'm Jen Apoff-Gray, Founder and Artistic Director of Forward Theatre Company, and this is Theatre Forward, a twice-monthly conversation about theatre from a local, regional, and national perspective. From Madison to Manhattan, we're excited to share insight into our own company while exploring issues surrounding theatre in the Midwest and around the country. Welcome to episode 23 of Theatre Forward. Great to be here. (laughs) So this week's conversation is about paying for art. And is it ever okay to ask artists to provide their art for free? And and I should say that this was prompted by some conversations we were having here in the Forward Theatre office recently when a local institutional art museum got publicly called out by a group of local artists for asking them to donate pieces for a fundraiser. And we... It touches on so many different issues um, that we are, are talking about and thinking about as as producers um, and as the the people running a nonprofit arts organization, um, and got us thinking back. You know, we do fundraisers most years where we will ask you know some actors if they will um, perform for us, uh, really, really for the people attending the fundraiser to inspire them to be supportive of the organization. And and it, yeah, so it, it touches on so many different issues here in the theater. Um, and the conversation in the office got so interesting that we thought we would um, come back to this topic here on the podcast. Well, we are, um, our community has an interesting business model. There are, in all of theater, there are people who have gone to school who consider themselves professional and then become members of Actors' Equity Association and go on to make a living doing this. On the other end of the spectrum are community theater people who work during the day, enjoy doing theater in the evening, and do it for free. Neither, there's not one worse than the other, good versus bad. But this idea, we don't have artists that get paid all the time. So there is this sort of slippery slope of who gets paid, who doesn't, do you get a stipend, do you get a weekly salary? And so I I understand museums or different people asking us to do things for free if a precedent is already there. And that's, to me, what becomes really tricky about this question and about this conversation. Hmm. I mean, it's made more tricky by the fact, and we've talked about this before, you know, we the arts are chronically underfunded in the United States. Um, Wisconsin is 48th out of the 50 states in per capita spending um, on the arts. From it's a the disgrace. Government. It's just a disgrace. And, and we're stuck because of that in a situation where the model um, requires arts organizations to cut corners all over the place. It reflect it's reflected in cast sizes. It's reflected in a number of shows get, that get done. It means we don't get to do as many musicals as we'd <laughs> like. You've never heard that from me before. But it's it's a real you know it, it, it creates a, a, a real issue. And I what I struggle with I understand why artists would want to be paid for every single thing that they do. I totally get it. Um, but ultimately, these organizations, to my mind, an organization like Forward, is, exists to serve the public. It does not exist to serve artists. It's great if, as a corollary benefit, we are able to offer employment to a lot of artists. But lots of people in the community donate time to Forward or donate money to Forward um, to help keep this organization 
going. Um, and it is this sort of old Marxist adage from each according to their ability to each according to their needs. You know, people who are, are you know, comparatively well off might be able to give money. Artists who have their own vested interest from a slightly different perspective in wanting this organization to exist can give of their time. And oh, by the way, People in every profession I can think of give free time as a marketing tool. And it is absolutely a marketing tool for any artist who is asked to be in front of a number of fundraisers um, to, be, to be reminded of the fact that this person is there and can do really, really great work. I think we're... Um I, I have more complicated feelings about it. It's not that yeah. I, I disagree with, with what either of you are saying. It's that... Um, the primary function of, of Forward, and I would argue of other professional theater companies, is to serve the audience. We are there to provide a service, which is high quality artistic experiences. But it is also part of our, our mission statement that we are um, creating a home base for Wisconsin-based theater professionals, um, that we pay everybody who works on our productions, um, that we, we try not just to pay them, but to be leaders in what we pay them, to be above a living wage, you know, to, to keep um, sort of pushing that because paying artists is, is what allows a creative class to thrive in a place like Wisconsin. We're not Chicago, we're not LA, we're not New York. Um, and if we want artists, professional artists to be able to make their careers here, they have to make enough of a living that it, that the math works out. And so that is something that's constantly on our, on our minds. And so that when we do ask um, and we have in the past. Um, more recently, we've moved in a direction of, of offering stipends um, to artists that we ask to perform at donor events um, wherever we possibly can, trying to, to live our values there. Um, it doesn't mean that we always do or that we have um, a spotless record with this, but um, it, it, it doesn't necessarily sit well with me when we talk about needing our community, our government, our, our donors, our audience members to value the professional work that our artists do if we are not paying. Now, I, I, I hear your point, Mike, about this is this is the donation that we can ask of our artistic community that does have a vested interest in the success of our organization, um, a personal one as well as a societal one. Um, and so I'm always grateful when um, an artist wants to donate, whether of their time or their money or, or, or any other of their of their labors. But I'm also then thinking about is there, um, you know, are we getting into a quid pro quo where being asked comes with implied pressure to say yes and to donate? And I don't want to be in a situation where someone who doesn't really have the capacity to, to donate feels that they need to in order to be seen favorably by our organization. Not that I would intend it that way, but I could see how someone could take it that way. Well, I would say that that comes, though, from uh, a reaction to be being pressured to do a lot more than that. For instance, if you were always getting paid uh, with everything that we did as, as artists, and then one time forward says, we're doing a fundraiser, would you donate your time? I think that'd be a different conversation. But throughout Actors' histories, and I agree with you, Mike. Lawyers get asked; they get their friends ask them to help them with legal matters. Goodness knows, doctors are <laughs> continuously answering the phone from friends. I get that, but it does feel that artists are asked on a continual basis to do things for free because they'll because it's it's good for them and it will give them exposure and it will help their resume. And I do think at a certain point. 
actors need to say or feel that they would like would like to say, no, I really need some money here because the potential of abuse is high and happens all the time. Agreed completely. I mean, again, I think we're all starting from the premise that in in a better world, I don't just mean an ideal world, just a better world, a world that's closer to a European or even Canadian model. All artists would be paid for much more of what they do. Mm -hmm. No artist, even at Forward, is paid a fraction. Nobody who's sitting at this table with me, including our managing director uh, and artistic director and beloved Scott Hayden sitting here making sure this sounds good. Nobody is paid what they deserve to be paid for the work that they do. Because because we're in a society that doesn't value this the way it values lawyers and and doctors. But what do you do when it's not just a fundraiser? It's the survival of a of, of a theater community. I mean, think about Los Angeles. You know, where Equity took what I think is a ridiculous position um, and got rid of the waiver for theaters under ninety nine seats, saying that um, which used to allow Equity actors to work in those smaller houses. Um, for a daily stipend, um, which often amounted to seven or eight dollars a day, and when Equity tried to say no, you're going to have to pay, uh, you know, a, a, a minimum California wage for that work, it was the actors who sued Equity because they were like, no. We want to be working in this situation. So there are at least some actors, and Chicago is the same way. I mean, there are a lot of actors in storefronts in Chicago. But that's the point, Mike, you know, is that they're saying, they're saying, now we have to do 62% of everybody we hire as actors have to be equity. We have to pay a minimum wage. We pay their pension and we pay their health. The LA theaters were hiring professional equity people and paying them nothing. But and the argument then that equity said, if you want equity people, here's how you get equity people. You have to pay this amount of money. Now, the actors were yelling because they just wanted to work. Right. And that's where that's what I'm saying. That's where our problem is. There's a lot of us. We just want to work. But at the end of the day, we should be paid and we should be paid somewhat living wages. If the money's there, then yes. But if it means that, and this is what's happened in LA, which is why Charles McNulty wrote this scathing piece about what's going on in LA theater last month, where he's saying it's boring um, because what you've got is the center theater group and it's three theaters running the show and the black box theaters that used to push them from below are no longer now doing that because a lot of them aren't there anymore because these actors aren't working. So when the choice is between working and nothing for equity to take an all or nothing position like that is just bullheaded. Well, but it, where it overlaps with another, you know, big need and a big conversation in our field is that um, the artists that can afford to donate their work for free are often coming from a background of privilege. And, you know, we are working so hard to try to dismantle the barriers um, to participation in our field and to encourage um, encourage the involvement of more, more women, more people of color, people from different backgrounds, not just from privileged backgrounds. And um, a, an industry in which in order to kind of curry favor or get ahead or, or be a part of the... Um, the future of an organization requires donating your time rather than being paid for it. We're, we're kind of limiting somewhat who can, who can participate in that way. Um, I mean, these are, there's not an answer. I mean, I, I agree. I want to be able to turn to the, the artists that work with us at forward and say, you've seen how hard we work to pay everybody and to pay a competitive wage all through the year. 
And the reason that that works is because we have donors who will help <laughs> right. underwrite that. Right. You know, our ticket sales are 50% of that. Mm-hmm. We need these donors. And, you know, once a year, we're going to do a big event and invite those donors. And would you come and do a five minute scene? And, you know, it's yes, I, I, I would love it if those events could be more profitable for our organization by not paying um, for the artists to donate their time, but it also doesn't feel good to ask them to donate their time. You know, it's, it's, it's really complicated. <laughs> yes. it, 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 and yes. again, I mean, and I think we all agree on this. It doesn't feel good because we're in a, we're in a situation where, where we, we are forced to feed off of and on each other rather than being benefited as we should be. Um, so all of us should join hands and march for, for, for <laughs> a, a more living wage in general in this country, which yeah. we don't have. And certainly for, for artists as part of that. But again, in the interim, you know, wh- what do you do? And also, why do we continually and increasingly, I think, talk about value in terms of money. I mean, we used to have a greater sense of what it meant to be a part of of a community. This arts organization that Jen's referring to when it issued its Madison Manifesto said that one of the things they wanted to do was close the social gap. And they were referring to the gap, Jen, that you're talking about, right, in terms of the underrepresentation of people who don't have as much money, which is a real problem. But there's another social gap in this country, which is from this the sense that we now have that if we don't get ours, then we're not going to do something. The sense that th- this is the reason why you have such a hard time selling people on higher taxes. It's the same problem, is that people only will do something if it's for them. And artists like everybody else, to my mind, have to be part of a community, which means they are going to have to make sacrifices like everybody else. Now, are they being asked to make more? Are they in an asymmetrical power relationship situation where it's harder for them to say no? Yes, is that yes, enough? And yes. yes, absolutely. Those are abuses <laughs> we have to guard against, but that's not a reason to take another you know, old adage to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, I think we have to be able to ask people to do those kinds of things the same way we go to our patrons and say, you know what, we need you to pony up. We're going to have to raise ticket prices. We need more donations and we're not going to be able to function in the same way next year. But I think a counter, Mike, is that, um, for instance, a plumber. You would never ask a plumber to come and fix your sink for free because of the, you know, it will it will make them feel good. We know they like to fix sinks. Um, we'll make sure that we tell our neighbors and they'll get, they ha- will have a good resume point if they, you know, have my sink on their on their resume. We we wouldn't fathom that, but we ask artists to do that continuously continuously that they that they need to pony up that they do, this is this is their gift to us and and they're they're used a lot in that and i and i understand you know this letter to the editor that was an extreme version but i think it's it, you know what what's the expression death by uh by a thousand, a thousand cuts yeah. um and it's what i said said before if it wasn't happening all the time and if you're getting getting paid on a regular basis, and then one time Forward Theater says, "Would you do this fundraiser?" Yes, the reaction would be yes, but it's it's not, and it's it's people who are cobbling careers together for very little money, and then constantly countering this. I I no, I can't do that for free. I I feel bad that I can't, but I can't. Well, and maybe you know, because we are also talking about different kinds of. Um, events, you know, there's the there's the fundraiser model, the uh, now we're going to raise money for the nonprofit arts organization, whether it's a museum or a symphony or mm-hmm. a theater company. And we're going to have a gala benefit and we're going to ask artists if they'd like to participate and help out and donate their their time or their artwork, 
what have you. That's one model. And I think maybe part of what um, is, as you say, Julie, contributing to this feeling of that death by a thousand cuts is that there are also so many other um, venues for exposure that ask people to create art for no um, monetary compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think about like even just our evolution at Forward in our 11 seasons, we have a monologue festival every other year where we solicit um, submissions of, of original 10 minute or less monologues on a theme and we pick a dozen pieces and they get produced with um, professional actors and professional um, directors and it is given a wonderful production. And and then, yes, that's great exposure for a playwright and it's a great resume line. And there are many, many festivals like that around the country um, that you know, the, 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 what the playwright gets is their piece gets produced. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we first started doing it, we were paying our actors and we were paying our directors. Um, and what the playwrights got was their piece got produced um, and, you know, tickets to see it, what have you. And then a, few, a number of years ago, we said, yeah, you know what? That's maybe not great. The playwrights are also creating work and they shouldn't just be picked they should also be paid. And so that, you know, it's a significant new line item in the budget. But now when we do these monologue festivals, there is payment that goes to each of the playwrights whose pieces we choose. Now, obviously people are still writing and submitting. We're not paying everybody who submits to the festival because it's open submissions, but um, that's that's a place where we've evolved. And I've heard so many horror stories about multi-million dollar um, organizations that will um, solicit work from playwrights and not pay them anything. And, and hundreds of dollars in entrance fees. In entrance right. fees, mm-hmm. yeah. And so um, it, it's all tied up together, right. I think both in terms of how we feel about it on the producing end, but also how the artists feel uh, about right. it on the right. being and I, asked. And I think I, I just want to clarify, I was talking about like the community theaters or the other theaters that do stipends, that I didn't want to denigrate them at all right. in this conversation. And if that's how they want to work, that's fantastic. I support it. Well, I mean, our conversation is more professionals that that don't have a day job. This is their day job, right? I just right. want to, I want to clarify that. I, I didn't. No, yeah. no, that's right. I mean, I think that's right. I mean, it's, um, it's, <laughs> It's an interesting issue because you end up with a lot of people and the community theater has gotten thrown around as a pejorative and as somebody that has long championed and spent a lot of, yeah, Julie's right, a lot of great work. I mean, some of the best things I covered during my 15 years in Milwaukee were in so-called community theater black box spaces where actors were not getting paid um, better than equity productions. And the reason why they were able to attract good actors is because there's a lot of good actors, you know, who want to play a major role in a part um, that are going to get an opportunity in a situation like that and are fantastic and do not flip to equity precisely because of the ways that the union boxes people in. I mean, and, you know, I mean, I'm a very pro-union person, folks. You know, I mean, I grew up in a household that was union. I was the second largest. Uh, I was the vice chair of the second largest union in the state of Michigan and their grievance chair. I believe strongly in equity. We needed equity. If you go back to the history of how it started and why all for that, it doesn't mean it's right all the time. And, um, you know, maybe sometimes here it isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. On, you, you brought up playwrights. I think that's a great example because, you know, we've talked before on this podcast about the theater communications group Hazard of Fortunes book um, about how woefully underpaid American playwrights are. And yet they do write more or less for free 
uh, making way less than actors do most of the time. It's why they're all going to California to write for TV. Um, but they do it anyway. Why? And again, this comes to the why we value things and what value means. Is value just about money? I mean, if I was good enough to write a play um, and it was published, of course, it would be awesome. And I would feel recognized if a company like Forward, which is more forward on these things, were to pay me. But I would also be over the moon thrilled at the idea that something that came out of my head was being staged by a theater company. And there is value in that. And we're losing our ability in this country to talk about value in ways that are non-monetary. Mm -hmm. And it's really important. I mean, there is value. And I think artists are valued for what they give in the kinds of contexts we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Valued, but can't pay their rent. Yes. So, right. yeah, yes, you know. yes, yes, yes. No, I know. You can't eat prestige. I know. Exactly. I know. Yeah. So I don't think we're disagreeing. We're just, uh, you know, it is a, it's a, it's a difficult situation. Yeah. And a complicated um, way to move through the world. It is. Uh, and unsurprisingly, not a topic that we have um, resolved what? in our 20 minute conversation here. Right. But I think, you know, we, we shared the thoughts on our mind. We hope that they were of interest to you. And we'll say that's it for this episode of Theater Forward, a conversation about theater in Wisconsin, the Midwest and America. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jen Upoff-Gray. I'm Julie Swenson. And I'm Mike Fisher. Our podcast is produced by Scott Hayden, the underpaid but awesome Scott Hayden. <laughs> and you can follow us or share your thoughts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also write us an email at theaterforward at forwardtheater.com. That's E-R and E-R. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you might tune in and be sure to leave a review. We are so grateful to have you listening and we will be back soon for another Theater Forward conversation. <laughs>